Hello and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. Welcome back. We are uh, we are here again. I am your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. Joined with uh, join joining me as always is Brandon Olson at on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. And then uh, joining us today to talk about some SEC football is uh, Justin Rochat of Whole Nine Sports on Twitter at WNS underscore Rochat. Say something. You, What's like, up, guys? Can you, can, <laughs> can you like not mess up the intro? Like, <laughs> no, like, it's 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 required. That I, I mean, I probably could have it in front of me. I just I go off the rip every time. Yeah, I don't know if you and wanted me to like, talk. Or not. I thought you were just gonna. No, yeah, I wanted you to talk. And every time, Dylan's just like on at. Twitter at <laughs> one at Twitter at. <laughs> you just messed that part up every single time. Yeah, I noticed the past episodes. You made the the guest announce themselves, so I was I didn't know what was going on yet. I'm, I, I we're switching it up, you know. So how are y'all doing today? Doing good. Good. Yeah. Go. Uh, Spent the whole day binge-watching Stranger Things, season three. I finished that today, yeah. I just started last night. It's oh, very... I, I started this morning. It's very good. Not interested Definitely at all. very good. Like you're the odd one out here, Brandon, so you can shut up. That show's uh, amazing. I... Justin, though, so it's like really... Like, not only Justin, everyone, all right? The whole world. <laughs> It's a, a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, you're in the minority in totality. <laughs> I'm trying to use like multiple syllable words, Justin. <laughs> uh, man, I'm glad so most of uh, Bolson's animosity has shifted away from me this week and this episode and going towards Justin. I love it. Well, well he's known me since I was like five years old, so I'm used to I've it. I had to play beer pong with Justin yesterday, and he was miserable. He's going to take the blunt of my uh, my anger today. I am uh, miserable because I have a burnt finger, so I had to shoot lefty, and I wasn't drinking. <laughs> um, I sank in the last shot to win, so I don't forget it, Dan. All right, let's move on to sports. I, I woke up early this morning to watch uh, the United States dominate uh, the Netherlands for the World Women's National Team uh, World Cup final. Yeah, I didn't watch that lit. at all. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't watch it. I was just following on my phone while I was watching Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, I woke up. We watched it. It was lit. Last night was fun. Uh, we before we watched Stranger Things, we watched the uh, UFC fights, and there was a uh, the fastest knockout in UFC history last night. It was pretty wild. Uh, ben Askren ate shit. Yeah, it took a knee. It took a knee five seconds, really like three seconds into the fight. Yeah, he was knocked out before the fucking timer showed up. <laughs> he was gone. It was hilarious. He was either nineteen and zero or nineteen and one before the fight too. So it's even better. And the guy, I forgot his name that he fought. I'm not a huge UFC guy, but I just I watched it last night because my friend wanted to. He brought up a good point after the thing. Like people made, like people were angry about him like taunting or whatever. Uh, but he like talked about how like this guy has been trashing like his his country his culture everything about him like his his wife his kids or whatever but people are upset because he taunted him or whatever and i see that a lot 
Yeah, that's that's always how it is with fighting. It's like they talk shit to hype the fight, and then someone gets rocked, the winner taunts, and they're like, "Oh, that's that's like way too much." I mean, that's how it is with. I mean, you see that in sports now. Like they they let you talk all the trash you want, but then you score a goal and sip tea, and everyone's like, "All right, we need to go to war again." <laughs> World War Three. Ought to get out. Jorge Masvidal was the one that uh, okay, destroyed yes. Ben Askren's life. But uh, yes. I was actually watching... I didn't watch like the USA win the World Cup, but instead I was watching... Afterwards, I watched Brazil and Peru in Copa America. Final Why? I, I mean, I was just I was just home. Like I was alone. It's not like I was like with anyone that would want to watch the game. I was just home alone. I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And Brazil continues to just annoy me with how much they flop and how excessive they are at it. I uh, I love Brazil only because of uh, FIFA, I think it was like 14. Uh, their national team helped me uh, beat my brother a lot. So, shout outs to them. They have a name yeah, I don't like soccer, so I really don't care. Um, so we can go ahead and actually talk about, I guess, uh, football instead of football. Segway Sanders at it again. Thank God. Um, <laughs> uh, unless you have any more uh, soccer uh, soccer takes, Brandon, just so we can uh, torture our guests some more. Oh, I will, actually, because I saw... A, I, it's just like a fun little factoid that I saw, and it was... Uh, there have been... All right. There have been eight women's World Cups... And the U.S. has never finished worse than third place. And then the best men's World Cup U.S. finish was third place, the first World Cup ever. In 1930. Yeah, and that was just insane. The the women's team is so much better. It's it's fantastic. They were super. I've been watching the entire like tournament, and they've been super fun to watch the entire time. It's because it's, they're dominant. They are exciting. Though. I'm not gonna lie. All right. The only soccer I watch is World Cup, and that's it. I'm not going to watch friendlies. I'm not going to watch anything else. So, so we uh, we we are here today to talk about SEC football, similar to what, how we did with with Mike uh, on our last episode with the uh, Big Ten. So uh, Justin over here is covering uh, the SEC for Whole Nine Sports this season. Um, so we just wanted to go ahead and, and uh, talk to you about about the conference before the season. Yeah, sounds great. Um, so I guess we can go ahead and start off with uh, you naming some of your top players in this conference. I mean, there's a bunch of interesting prospects, but I'll name prospects probably everyone that loves college football knows about. Jerry Judy, number one. He's probably the best runner back in the entire class that's coming up. So, Alabama. Another guy, opposite side of the ball is safety, Grant Delpit. I know you are an LSU fan from New Orleans. So, I know you probably watched him way more than I did. I haven't been able to delve, dive into a bunch of tape on them. I'm only on the running backs for now. But... I know Grant Delpit, probably one of the best safeties coming out since Jamal Adams. So that's a name to look out for. For the quarterbacks, you got Tua, probably 
number one quarterback coming out. I know other people have uh, their opinions, but for me, I think he's probably the number one quarterback. And I'm not a big fan of lefties. That's just a personal tidbit of mine. But I like the quarterbacks coming from this crowd. And Jake Jake Fromm is another one from Georgia. So there's, there's a bunch of different guys that can really step up. But you see throughout these years that top prospects don't always live up their last year. So you don't really know like who's, who's going to be on this list come, I don't know, February, March, and April. So I don't really think now is the time to really label anyone as the number one, number two. But, yeah, it's, it's pretty much, I don't even know how to explain it. You want to start talking about Delpit since you've watched most games? Yeah, Delpit is, is amazing. Like, it's... He's just electric to watch play football. Uh, it's it's one of those guys like you you can uh, you can just look at him and see like he does everything very well. Like his his coverage, he's in the box, he's he's all over the field making plays. Like he's ne- like if the ball's in the air, there's always a chance that he's going to end up finding it. And if you're running the football, there's a chance that he's probably going to come and tackle you. It's it's he's all over the field and just one of my yeah he's he's top three in my big board for the entire draft for this season so he's uh he's gonna be fantastic and make some team very happy yeah i just think that uh there is no felipe franks qb1 love in there felipe franks is qb like negative 43 I mean, he's one hundred percent better than Joe Burrow. They're the they have had the exact same seasons. All right, they had the exact same season last season. And remember, we have a bet, we have a slap bet going on. Who has a better season this year? And I have, I'm not worried a teeny tiny bit about this. All right, I'm gonna slap the shit out of you. You know, you know, I'm gonna slap the shit out of this kid at the senior bowl. <laughs> Which one's Marshall? Which one's Barney? Um, um, I'm probably Marshall. I mean, he's uh, Brandon's blonde. Barney's blonde. You know, drawing comparisons. That was my guess. I am taller than you. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. Okay, then. I mean, you said it. <laughs> You're just bashing yourself right now, bro. I don't know. Um, speaking of Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, all right, he is gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna get drafted this year before Felipe Franks. Okay, how about we have three slap bets right now? Sl- three slap bets. Wilger and three slap bets. Uh, who has a better season? Who gets drafted higher? And who wins this year, Florida or LSU? <laughs> and the I, fourth one, actually, because Jonathan Taylor and Nathan Sandler. We already have that one, and I'm winning that one. Uh, but I, I'm not too. I'm not confident enough on him getting drafted above Felipe Franks just because Franks has a better arm. Um, yeah, and he's better at 
they're the, they're the, you literally can't say that. They had the exact same season last year. Whenever Joe Burrow was on, he was he was 10 times better than Felipe Franks was. How much how much Joe Burrow have you watched this season so far? Uh, four or five games. So I've seen enough of him where I feel comfortable evaluating him. I also saw him play not great against Florida at all. Um, but I have seen a lot of Felipe Franks. And uh, the main, like, Franks won my heart when he shushed his own crowd. You keep bringing that up. That doesn't have anything to do with how good of a football player he is. I will die for him. <laughs> I will die for Felipe Franks. Oh you my shush god. shush your own crowd, you got it. Like, I'm all about it. <laughs> That's not like... Where's, where's this going? I don't really know. <laughs> your mother's house. Right also, did you call Jerry Judy a running back? You definitely said running back. You said running back, but we know where you were going with it. Yes, you did. You 100% did. (laughs) (laughs) We know where you were going. I know what you're talking about. Did it really call him a running back? (laughs) (laughs) You really did. Everybody everybody knows where you were going with it. That's why I didn't acknowledge it at the time. (laughs) Now that we're we're past it. Because I said, I'm in the running backs right now. So I said, everyone knows the wide receiver, Jerry Judy, from you, well, we'll run it back. You definitely didn't. Um, but moving on, I guess. Can we cut? Can we cut out like that whole little yes segment we just did? Okay. okay cut out right before right before Justin goes. Where are we going? With this? <laughs> so, like, just like we just went off on a tangent with no. I wasn't even paying attention. That's, that's good. We asked for four, we asked for forty five minutes of your time. You can't do that. Well, you were talking about two irrelevant quarterbacks. I kind of dozed off. We were talking about SEC quarterbacks. <laughs> we're talking about the only thing that is relevant. SEC. Um, so, moving on from... Uh, let me reset. It would sound weird if I just came in laughing. I'm pretty sure you've done that before. I have done it plenty of times. <laughs> I'm pretty sure and I was laughing. Always sounds weird. Yeah, one of the last episodes, I was laughing, and you like started talking, and you like edited it so that it started right when you started talking, and you still hear me like laugh for like half a second, and I was, like, what the fuck is that noise? And I was like, me. Um. So moving on to the uh, to the strongest position groups. Uh, of the SEC, I mean, I know that we all know that SEC is stacked with uh, stacked at most places, but are the, what are, what are the the biggest uh, areas of uh, I mean, talent? A couple of positions come to mind. Wide receiver, I would think, just looking at Alabama alone, they have Judy, they got Ruggs the third, and they got Devontae Smith. But three in one team, then Demetrius Robertson is a sleeper for me. But then they probably have the top three cornerbacks, the SEC, in the entire nation, if you think about it. C.J. Henderson from Florida, probably the number one, well, my number one corner, yeah. without even looking, like, diving into tape. Trayvon Diggs, probably t- up there. And Christian Fulton from LSU, another guy. I, well, another guy for Dylan, another guy for Brandon from Florida, C.J. Henderson. So if I had to pick Two, I would go wide receiver and and corner, to be honest. 
and that's without even going deep into it because I'm like I said, I'm only on running backs and offensive linemen for right now. But definitely, I think wide receiver can be a big, big position in this draft coming from the SEC. And uh, what about the weakest positions that you've seen? This was kind of tough, just going through everything. But it might sound odd. I think linebacker. Because the SEC probably has the best number one linebacker in the country from Alabama, Dylan Moses. But I don't see anyone else coming from that position. I mean, the season hasn't even started yet, so we don't even know. But... I would have to say linebacker, to be honest. What about, like, Anthony Jennings or Errol Thompson? Yeah, no, but those, I don't... I think they might be considered on, like, edge rushers. Those are edge rushers. Not just, like, linebacker in general. Yeah. I think he was talking off-ball linebackers. Exactly, off-ball linebackers. I should have made myself clear. So it's, like, Anthony Jennings, uh, Chase on... Not guys that are going after the quarterback. Guys that, like, uh, C.J. Mosley type, that can play off-ball, side-to-side. Dude, I was going to bring up the Jets. I just said one play. One. You, we could tell that he was a Jets fan by the way he talks. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> God by the way I doing? talk. I hate you so much. <laughs> All right, Justin. Uh, so, from the SEC East, who do you think walks away with that, uh, with that title? Like a division champion, then. Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one. Hmm. The East, probably. I want. I want to see Vanderbilt. To be honest with you, but I can see Florida stepping up big. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. They're gonna go undefeated. So that's how they think they win. Um. And the SEC was. Hmm. What team? Hmm. I'll say LSU. Let's go. Let's go. It's dude, Alabama. Pandering. <laughs> it's Alabama. Wait, you're really just switching it up on me? Oh my I god! Did, I did it on purpose just to get a reaction out of you. Oh my goodness! I my two, my two favorite players <laughs> are from the LSU though, so it's okay. Let's go. Dylan, who's the second bro. favorite player? It's, yeah, I was going to say it's probably Fulton. Fulton, honestly, la- last year, I mean, Fulton's obviously going to be good, but he hasn't, like, completely wowed me to be, like, my top cornerback, um, just as a fan, I guess. Uh, there's not a... I watch more games, though. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch all... I mean, I, I know, like, just from... I'm just... I haven't watched, like, film on him. I'm just thinking about last season watching him. He didn't, like wow me a bunch but like he's obviously very good and i'm very happy that he plays for lsu and i think he's going to be drafted very high this year and deservedly so but he he doesn't i don't know he he was really good he was probably better than greedy williams last year i'd say i wasn't really a fan of greedy williams so i agree <laughs> but i think i think he'd take a big step to this season so We'll see how that turns out. Oh, yeah, I just I just thinking about the other top cornerbacks in this in this draft, like like C.J. Henderson and, and uh, his company uh, up at the top. 
uh, and they they all have like done stuff to like just I just been like wow. Um, and Fulton, I, maybe I'm free, probably just forgetting something, but uh, he hasn't done anything like that crazy for me. I just think he has all the tools to be a top. Corner. Definitely, definitely. Like even though you might not see it all the time, he definitely has potential there. So that's really what I was um, So shifting away from like the top talent, uh, do you have any sleepers that could come out of this conference? They're both running backs, though. All right, that's one. Uh, do you want teams or, like, players? Players. Players, players, you know. Well, I know. Give me the one. Brandon's going to like yeah. this one. <laughs> Michael P. Ryan? Dude is an mm-hmm. animal. Do I know both? Uh, I think I love both of them, if the second one's who I think it is. Keyshawn Vaughn? Well, I know when I was first scouting him, I think it was like a month ago, I texted you right away. I'm like, I'm not impressed. <laughs> but that quickly changed like 10 minutes later. So I'm I'm really hot in round two too, but Piron and Vaughn just blew me away. And I think they could definitely be, right now I have them as the second round pick. So I think Vaughn can definitely be the top SEC running back. I know Swift is up there. And other people that I can't even think of right now, but Vaughn, I'm pretty crazy about right now. Yeah. He's not even getting love, which is kind of ticking me off. Yeah, um, with Keyshawn Vaughn, if he plays that whole Florida game, they win that game. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. he was kicking their ass, and then he got hurt, and everything very quickly changed, and Florida came back to win. So if he's there, they win that game without a doubt. Yeah, I think he could be one of the most complete running backs if he gets touches in the receiving game from the backfield. He can probably be one of the most well-rounded backs. The thing that surprised me the most about Vaughn was that the freaking stiff on. That was pretty crazy. Every every tape I watch, every game I watch, he he did that at least twice, and the defender went straight to the ground. And you don't really peg him as a type that would have a stiff arm that could knock over the, uh, linebackers and safeties, but he, he does it. And he's, combo that with his quickness and speed is just insane. Did he slap the shit out of people? Yeah. It's like that LT, because LT wasn't a big guy. Damon and Tomlinson. He, oh, so fake-ass LT. Oh, I'm sorry, not the convict. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. I know. Brandon, I I know you're you're dying uh to talk about Larry Roundtree, so I I guess this would be the spot to talk about him. Oh, uh Kareem Hunt without the anger issues. <laughs> or drinking issues, whatever it is. I don't, I don't So know. just him without the issues. Yeah, pretty much he's he's just he's like Kareem Hunt with like I don't with like Larry Fitzgerald character. Uh he's just He's a fantastic running back, and I was I was watching Drew Lock last year, and I saw Larry Roundtree, and I was just like, I need to watch so much of this guy because he is going to be so good in the NFL. He is a monster, and well, I compared I like him Drew to uh, Zeke. Yeah, he was the one you compared to Zeke, and uh, who was it you compared to Le'Veon? 
Um, was it Piron? I haven't watched these guys in like a week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Piron. Because he was patient. Are these like ceilings or like just like play style similarities? No, 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 no ceilings. Play ceilings and play styles. Okay. But, yeah. Roundtree really, really reminded me of Ezekiel Elliott. The national title game, that run against Oregon. Completely. For some reason, just Roundtree and Zeke just popped into my head. I'm not even good with with player comparisons. Uh, so last time we went through some Heisman odds. Brendan, is that what you wanted to do again? Uh, yeah. I mean, I have. I I don't have as many for the SEC. I believe. Uh, I think it might actually only be uh, just two of them. Actually, there's three SEC players that we uh that we have covered in the article that I wrote for Heisman contenders uh so justin same thing with the mike episode i'm just gonna give you a couple names let us know what you think of them and their potential heisman odds got it mm-hmm. okay so two attack of iloa quarterback alabama yeah i think he has the highest odds to be honest with you i mean he's coming he's on the number one team if he proves that he can carry the team then i don't i don't see how he doesn't win to be honest, like, I just want to see him play already. Yeah, I think his, I think the biggest thing holding him back might be that knee. If that gets messed up again, like it did last year, and it keeps coming back to bite him the whole season, I think that's the biggest thing that will hinder him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Taking health out of it, yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, the second one we have is his teammate, who is also the only wide receiver that made it onto the list, Jerry Judy. Yeah, we talked about him a couple times already today. Um, I could see him. I don't know if he'll be at the ceremony in the top three, but I can definitely, you can place your bets on him and you'll probably get a nice payout because I don't think anyone's really expecting a wide receiver or Judy to, to make it, but I'm a big fan of his. And uh, the last one we have is... Someone we also talked about earlier today, LSU safety, Grant Delpit. Give it to him right now, actually. I love Delpit. I would I would bet money for Delpit, to be honest. Two, yeah, Tua and Delpit, that's it. What? Delpit's stat line is pretty wild from last year. He's 74 everywhere. Tack, 74 tackles, 10 tackles for a loss, 5 sacks, 5 picks, uh, 9 pass defenses, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. I think he probably has the best odds of a defensive player to win it since Tyron Matthew. Best chances. Uh, and I think I, I wouldn't be, I don't think he's going to win it typically because it's just not a defensive award. Um, it's, it's the best offensive player. Yeah. Really. It really, it, it always is, but I, I think I could see, I see him being at the ceremony. I don't think he's going to win it though. He better. Well, if Manti Teo can make it to the ceremony, Grant Delpit better make it to the ceremony. <laughs> Manti Teo. <laughs> I'm sorry, I always have to laugh. I watch Notre Dame a lot, so that's just pretty funny. But um, yeah, I would bet money on Delpit. Wait, wait, who was the last defensive player to win the award? Charles Woodson. It was Charles Woodson. That was fuck. 
Because I said Charles Woodson won it, but he's literally the last person that won it. Yeah, no, he was he was the only defensive player. Tara Matthews should have won it. I thought that was after the ceremony. That wasn't after? <laughs> oh, whatever. He won it in my heart. <laughs> I wish no one cares about uh, Oh, thanks. No, but, um, Delpit should definitely win. People just, they're in love with quarterbacks so much that they just, it's turning into a quarterback award, so. They just give it to yeah. the best quarterback now. Yeah, it's the new Davey O'Brien. I mean, it it, sh- it should be a pretty fun season for you because you, uh, you're getting to cover one of the most uh, talent-packed conferences, if not right. the most. Thanks for listening, as always, to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. We will join you uh, for a special pre-recorded episode on Wednesday. Um, it'll be me and Thursday. Thursday. It'll be me and Brandon talking about Pac-12 football. Um, and then, you, so always, you can find me on uh, Twitter at... Dilly Sanders, I forgot my Twitter handle. And then you can follow Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Uh, So thank you. Have a great day.